What's up, my chaotic crew? Bentley Michaels here. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, it's the time that everyone's been waiting for. The the Caleb birthday sessions we recorded back in May. This is a fun little adventure. Uh, it's going to be six episodes. We're releasing Mondays and Thursdays, so you're going to get a twofer for the next couple of weeks. I believe it's three weeks because that's how math works. And uh, I'm very, very excited for you to hear it, mainly because I'm excited to hear it because I don't remember anything that happened in the session, really. Um, it was really fun. We had a good night, you know, good food, uh, friends coming along and, you know, getting to play multiple characters. It's a little sillier, but, hey, it's still in our world of Dewania up in Bravik people. Oh, sure. Caleb expanding that world. Super proud of this episode, and I think, you know, we should bug him to maybe release it as a downloadable, playable thing for all of you. Hmm? That's what I think. That's just my opinion. Hey, also, cool little announcement. Uh, we're going to be on Pandora. Uh, which is which is awesome. Uh, Caleb hooked it up, and so uh, we're going to be doing that as well. So very soon, if not already, you should be able to find us on there. And, uh, you know, like us. Do whatever it is that Pandora stuff does. Share the channel, all that sort of stuff. Also, congrats to our winner of the Tabletop Crafter giveaway. Our, our winner has gotten their dice. They shared the picture. Go over to our Twitter Amazing little setup, cool Millennium Falcon bag, awesome, awesome, you know, like these cool, like bone, like gray and black dice. And then, you know, little, little red 20 keychain there. Hey, check out Tabletop Crafter, our old pals, and also Cheaper by the Dungeon. Let's throw them in there. Why not? Uh, but now let's get on to the episode in three, two, one, music. In a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Adventurers. <laughs> Y'all more near. <laughs> so what's everybody's story? Yeah. Tell me yeah. your life story. So, what are you wearing? Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, you may notice that uh, DM Bentley for season two is not uh, talking right now. Season's over. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, we're in the future. We're talking to you from the past. Uh, this is Caleb, and we are having a special little event in honor of yours truly. I like to celebrate myself whenever I can and make everybody else do it. Treat yourself. Too. Yeah. So uh, today we're doing a little, a little side adventure with some new characters for you in honor of my birthday because it's all about me. And uh, so here we go. We're going to start it off without character introductions because we're going to do that in game. So let me tell you a tale. Anyone want to crack a beer or something like that? It got real awkward. I've never already opened. Yeah, okay. Okay. There's only darkness. Bucky, you feel a warmth on your face. It's slightly oppressive, but with a sweet smell, you know that smell. You've encountered it dozens of times, registering the lightly floral scent. Your mind drifts to a fond memory of celebrating the first win of your career. The associates of the office weren't sure if they should give you the case, but you were determined to prove yourself. 
In retrospect, you realize it wasn't solely determination, rather a thought, excuse me, rather a thought that you could do it better than them. You proved yourself right. To you, the lead partners of the firm were sloppy and inefficient, never paying enough attention to the small details. A keen eye for the out of place, no matter how small, has brought you great success over the years and your own and your own practice, no thanks to anyone else. Uh, suddenly you realize in your mind where you are. You slowly open your eyes and are not disappointed. The sun beats down and is almost directly in your eyes. Shielding your eyes and without looking to either side, you slowly adjust your posture and sit yourself up, much like you just did in real life. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Being careful not to lose any of the cocktail sitting on the armrest of your lounging chair. It doesn't merely sit on the armrest, though. Ever the inventor, improving on improvement, some years back you created a metallic sleeve that has a faint blue glow and emits a coldness while a whirring sound can be heard. Impressed by your personal cocktail chiller, Sandy Man, the inn you take holiday at here on, Shallow, on Sallow Island, offered you deep discounts all over the island for exclusive rights to your device, delighting their patrons and making more money for the inn. Directly in front of you is the clearest topaz blue water comfortably lapping against the golden brown sand. Perfect companions to each other, you think to yourself. As you take it all in and start your second or third favorite activity, people watching, something catches your attention out of the corner of your eye. Head snapping to your right, you notice a bottle cap in the sand. Well, that shouldn't be there, you think to yourself. Looking up from the cap, you see the culprit. An ale bottle precariously sitting on the armrest of a lounge chair identical to yours. The only difference is there isn't just one, but two lounge chairs, arranged in a way to accommodate its oversized occupant. Lying next to you, seeming uncomfortable and impatient, as if waiting for you to rouse, is a seven-foot-plus tall half-orc you know as Nash Rogbud. Is there anything you'd like to say to him? Hey, Nash. That's not my voice. Hey, Nash. <laughs> Just work it out. Yeah. A little more nasally. We'll workshop there. this. How are you? One of you guys, Nash? Hey, yo. <laughs> what up? Oh, you know. Nice thing, huh? <laughs> Good talk, little man. I agree. All right. <laughs> And after that thrilling conversation that <laughs> grabbed everybody's attention, uh, Bucky, you remember running into Nash for the first time. It wasn't long after concluding your investigation and winning your first trial. A bit of a brute. I'd hate to be on the wrong side of that, you recall thinking. Nash, new in town, took up odd jobs as a bounty hunter for the local law enforcement. They gladly accepted his help on the account of his effective ways. That and the fact that he didn't seem to ask too many questions. Always got the job done promptly, albeit a bit messy at times, and expected his payment with the same speediness. Ever the eye for op- opportunity, you offered Nash a fair wage and help with accommodations in exchange for his assistance. The brawn to your brain, so to speak. After all, a nerdish gnome isn't the best at in- intimidating suspects when trying to get to the bottom of the most difficult-to-solve murders. Nash being Nash, as you began to learn over the years, doesn't like to stay in one spot for very long. Sometimes he'll crash at the the modest room you lease for him, and sometimes he's who knows where. 
you guys have a mutual respect for one another, so you don't try to keep too tight of a rein on him. Also, you don't think you'd be able to keep him reined if you wanted to. Knowing a bit more about each other and kind of your relationship, do you guys have anything you need to say to each other? Or want to say to each other? Where are we at again? On a beach. Sallow Island. Yep. Near the Sandy Inn. Yep. All-inclusive. And you, you, apparently, from looking at you, don't enjoy it very much. Whereas this is his sweet spot, Bucky's sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I hate sand. <laughs> but sand has all sorts of really great uses. No. <laughs> is, is, have you settled on it? Is this it? Yep. <laughs> Lean into the skid, boys and girls. You can really use the sand to get that rust out of your shield. Or whatever that is on your hip. Your belt yeah, buckle. Rust. Just saying. Okay, this is going to make for a great podcast. Uh, <laughs> without warning, you hear the words, Have you had enough of this already? In a lilting voice that seems very clear and seems to have a tone of expectant subservience of those that listen. You both turn to face the lounge chair to the left of Bucky. It's empty. But standing beside it, also looking impatient as an extraordinarily, is an extraordinarily groomed elf who, by his very expression, tells you he does not care for the sun, the beach, or sitting idly by while there are activities more becoming of the noble folk. A no, right? (laughs) There we go. Uh, This elf, Baron Trillman Valgris, you and Nash know much less about than you do each other. From the very moment he came under your employ, which is not long ago, there was something that made you uneasy. As a man of justice, you gave him the benefit of the doubt, and he has done no wrong to your knowledge. That doesn't stop your watchful eye and curiosity, though. All you know is that he comes from a noble family, which is part of the reason you brought him on board. The connections in the world of nobles sometimes comes in handy when using your unorthodox methods of solving crime. Nobility, his intelligently quick tongue, and his adeptness at not being seen have proven very beneficial when the private in private investigation is needed. What? Nothing. I gotta clear my throat. It's fine. It's my birthday! (laughs) I was laughing at Bentley! (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. His eyebrows. Wanting to stay just a few minutes longer, Bucky... How do you remind them that you're paying for their vacation? It's tradition, and you don't mess with tradition. It's tradition, guys. <laughs> you don't mess with tradition. This, this is exactly how I thought you would respond. <laughs> yeah. I hate this tradition. Well, tough cookie. Yeah. Nash, you need to lighten up, you know? Just let me take care of this. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm talking about paying for your vacation or something. Then bring me a drink. Nash, that's all you had to say. So just standing impatiently above you all, I'm just like, why are we even here? Isn't there more important things to be doing? Like what? Wait, are you Baron Truman? (laughs) I am Baron Trillmond Valgrace. Okay. Three, Three different names there. And Baron. You can just call me Baron. Is that your name? No, I'll call you Baron Troman. Is that a title or your name? Uh, Baron is a title. Oh. Yeah. I'm not calling I'm, you that. I'm noble. Okay. Trillmond is my first name. Trillmond. Yeah, Trill. 
And as they're sounding out your name, Baron, uh, you hear that telltale, almost zipper-like sound of a foot compressing sand. Looking to your right, before anybody else notices, you see a server coming with a silver platter. On that platter sit a cocktail, an ale, and Baron, uh, what's your drink of choice? I don't know, a scotch. Uh, And a scotch. Uh, Next to the drinks, you notice a small envelope uh, with Carmelo T. Muckbuckle written on it. Beside that letter, Baron, you notice a smaller envelope with a wax seal you know very well, sealing it closed. I take the wax seal. Just one. that one? Yeah, what does it say? What is the seal? Wow, he has actually has an envelope. <laughs> I hope it's sealed. It's not though. It's not sealed. <laughs> he but, really went half ass on at, this campaign. At the top at the top of the paper is the seal that I'm talking about. Okay. So you leave the you leave the other one? And oh wait, op- wait, wait. Before you open it, roll roll me a sleight of hand. Just to see if you can sneak it. Are you I trying to do it. it secretly, or are you trying to... Yeah, I don't want them to know that. I'm okay, joking. okay. Uh, that's going to be a 24. You successfully snag that envelope without anybody else noticing, not even the person carrying it. I just kind of make it look like I take my drink and the note at the same time. Gotcha. That's good. Okay. The server, dressed in naturally colored linen pants and linen shirt that resembles the color of water approaches and says, Excuse me, Mr. Muckbuckle. A letter was dropped off at the front desk for you. Here you are, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. And while I'm here, I thought I'd freshen up those drinks. And after serving the drinks freshly, (laughs) uh, stays and remains awkwardly quiet as if waiting for something. Yo. Muckbuckle, give the man a tip. Oh, absolutely. You see how the fingers are going together? 20% minimum, absolutely. Here you go. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure to serve you. Now get out of here. Turns and walks back to the inn. Uh, now, I'll, I'll let you guys read those letters, and um, you can read them out loud if you so choose. I don't. Me and Nash work together, right? Is that, is that All three of you do. Oh, okay. You've hired both of them. Essentially, what's happening here is Bentley is your hired muscle, mm. and uh, Trillman, Baron Trillman, is your hired sneaky guy. Copy that. And you're, you're the, uh, the brains, the, the attorney of the, the group. Hmm. <laughs> well, look at this, guys. Apparently, we have another job. Somebody's went missing. Reports come back saying they were attacked and killed by a wolf. And? Apparently, this guy thinks that's not likely. What family is this? Hmm. It's uh, signed by Lamayan. Apparently, one of his kin doesn't specify which, named Thalen. Nash, do I pay you to run your mouth? I haven't been paid in a while. That's why you're paying for all the drinks. You're right. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Brett, so the you Lema- do not disappoint. So the the Lemayan family, what do they want? So who went missing? Phelan. Gone missing. Phelan. Boy, girl, important, kid, husband, wife. I know. We'll read the rest of the letter, Dumbo. Untwist your nethers and let me read this. Ugh. 
Wake me up when you're done. It doesn't give a gender-specific pronoun. <laughs> All right, so the LeMayan family wants who done what? Phelan went missing. Phelan. Apparently, the people who looked into this said he was attacked and killed by a wolf. He says that's unlikely, as his family is quite adept at hunting and tracking. It's impossible to think that wildlife would ever take one of his own by surprise. <laughs> Paired with the message received from Phelan prior to his disappearance leads me to believe there is more to this town than just bumbling residents and random wolf attack. Let me read you the rest. This concerns my family, and for that reason, I will reward your cooperation generously. Cooperation, not cooperation. You'll lay off on the drinks, Bucky. Well, we're on vac- We're at the <laughs> Sandy Inn. It's all inclusive. This concerns my family, and for that reason, I will reward- Jeez! If you don't interrupt me, I can read this damned thing. I didn't say anything. Uh, you stopped yourself. I've already taken care of the tab for your party's vacation. Hey, drink up, Nash. This voice. I just And have credited your account for the next five visits. A I small advance beach. of actual gold will be provided shortly should you choose to accept this job. If not, keep this vacation as a thank you for entertaining this message. Enclosed, please find credentials should anyone give you trouble about your travels and accommodations. If you accept this job, immediately go to the old mill house on Rock Perch Beach. Your transportation to the town in question will be available there, along with gold in advance. Thank you for your anticipated discretion and promptness. Whoever wrote Nash. that is super long-winded. <laughs> I had Maybe a really bad too much. feeling about LeMayan. Uh, Nash immediately grabs his uh, credentials. And starts thumbing through them. And do you have any problem with that? No. Okay. Yeah, essentially there's there's a paper for each of you. Uh, there's nothing special about it. You don't need um, any sort of... Yeah, I could, I've been work. working with Nash long enough that like his abrasiveness is quite charming to me. Yeah, you're so, used to it. LeMayan <laughs> is, is a close family member of mine, and, and I think it would be good if oh, we could oh, go oh, and... Oh, wait, hang on, Milo. <laughs> so LeMayan is a good good family friend of mine, and I think it would be a good idea if we can go and, and help them out with this problem. Well, I'm thinking we take a look into it, and if it's too complicated, we just enjoy a free vacation. Did they got more gold? There's always more gold. Look, guys. I'm in with this guy. The Mucky. Yo, Trilly, let's do this. The Muckbuckle Investigation Agency does not fail cases. Muckbuckle? <laughs> yeah, Muckbuckle. Okay. <laughs> you got a problem with that? <laughs> no, it's fine. He's the one who patented the Muckbuckle brows. You know what to do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what do you guys think? We uh, relax enough? Should we go take a look? We got to go to a mill house or something? Or is it a thrill house? Oh, shoot. I hope it's a thrill house. <laughs> the old mill house on Rock Perch Beach. Oh, all right. I don't not- think we're going to have to do any milling there. All Just right. using my powers to And deduction. they said the transportation's out front. Are you drunk, Bucky? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Let me see that letter. Yeah, take a look. Jeez. <laughs> I didn't know you could read, but whatever. Ooh. Oh. Not with this terrible handwriting. So, for the listener, I typed it out. <laughs> and it's a terrible font. Uh, hey, Trilly. It's in Wingdings. So, like, did LeMans or whatever... We can trust them. 
Oh, are we going to get parked on this? No, they're they are a very trusted uh, family friend of mine, and uh-huh. we can definitely investigate this without any fears. Yeah, it says our transportation to the town in question will be available at the mill house. There, so we got to. Oh man, we got to walk to the mill house. I'm but, sure the accommodation here includes a shuttle. The gold advance is also there. Say oh, what? Yeah. Did he yep. say how much the gold advance was? No. Well, we better get some drinks to go. <laughs> this is that kind of an island. You can do that. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Fill up my flask and All right. be prepared. Right on, right you on. think they have any ABC stores here? Uh, probably <laughs> 30 billion of them. <laughs> I grab I grab two to go the biggest steins they got. At first, I was like, I don't know about Bentley's character, but I'm starting to love him. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I do it the Caleb Hood way, and I put it into a coffee mug. <laughs> so no, no one knows. knows. <laughs> it's my little secret. Uh, so anyway, uh, you you take a bit of time, and, and you make your way to the mill house. Uh, you approach the location provided to you in the letter. As best as you three can tell, this is the place. Having traveled northeast on the only road that circumnavigates the island completely... The coast has turned much more rocky, but the climate is much the same aside from a stronger breeze as the afternoon trade wind makes its way across the small palm tree landmass. Before you is what appears to be an abandoned warehouse, likely the residence of a fish processing uh, business, as was the norm on the island before tourism became a major economy here. It stretches out lengthwise along the coast and is in disrepair the moisture overtaking much of the wood and metal supports. A few broken windows and drooping roof can be seen without much, uh, without much work. On the opposite side of the warehouse is a cliff with a rather long drop to the ocean that loudly crashes against the rocks. An occasional seabird can be heard as the regular, regularly... I gotta, I gotta write these things without words that I can't say. As the regularly nest... As they regularly Holy nest, shit. <laughs> as you're just making it take longer. <laughs> we as, know what you're saying. As they regularly nest along this coastline, I'll leave it up to you guys. What you want to do from here? Yes, Nash. Before we approach too close, I want to roll a perception check to really investigate the entire area. That's why we hired you, Nash. Well, actually, that. He's he's doing your job. Well, the the investigating and the uh, brains. I don't actually have a high perception <laughs> score, so <laughs> I'll proceed as well. Unnatural twenty. Oh jeez. Okay. Fourteen. Perception. Oh, seventeen. Luckily, I prepared for such a... <laughs> I, I purposely didn't go with a crazy voice because I assumed that going off of the stoicism that he would pick a crazy voice yeah, yeah, based off good, of Durag. That's a good move. So, what, what did you get, Baron? Also, I must compliment you on your descriptions. I see why you asked me so many questions because I play the opposite way, <laughs> which is like give you guys a general thing and then let you guys like try to figure it out as you go. We'll, we'll see how it goes. It may bog things down, but mm. but it's just the way my my brain works. Fourteen also, perception. Fourteen. You write down way more stuff than I do. Yeah. We've seen your to notes. my detriment. Yeah. Remember uh, the first episode hey. of Hateful Place? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just say, uh, patrons, if you go to a, a higher tier, you will get a book 
uh, once these episodes are released, uh, if you are a high enough tier to get uh, DM notes and things like that. Yeah. Even though it's an episode. It's fine. Okay, maybe. Anyway. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Baron, you can hear some noise You also inside. get an autographed glossy 8x10 of Caleb's face. <laughs> <laughs> In a, in a I cla- hope that's in there. <laughs> in a classic real estate pose. <laughs> and signed. Yeah. That's definitely going on yeah. there, please. I, I think Fist maybe we should chin. all do glossy 8x10 yeah. headshots like, <laughs> and add that to the $25 tier. I hey, listener, <laughs> you're welcome. Are we thinking, like, take these down to Kinko's, print them, and ship them, or yeah. just, like, PDFs or something? <laughs> okay, what do uh, I hear and see? All right. All right. So, Baron. What about me? I rolled higher. I'll get We're to you. Do the oh, stuff I'm pulling a Bentley here. I'll You're, get to you. You're going to see all of these oh things, too. Oh, my God. Too. I thought Bentley was sitting behind the thing for a second. I'm sorry for yelling at you earlier. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, I'm so, listening. <laughs> so, Baron, uh, you can hear some noise inside, um, some sort of shuffling, like somebody's making quick work of, of something. Nash and Bucky, you guys hear some sort of voice muttering, and you briefly hear phrases like, okay, this should work. And why am I doing this? Oh, yeah, for the money. But who would have this kind of money? At least I don't have to hurt anybody. I get to help this time. I can tell these are coming from the building? Correct. Okay. Inside. And are there any windows on the building, anything like that? Yeah. I, I mean, it's a pretty average mill house. Like, okay. Uh, as we all are very familiar with mill houses, right? Yep. From the uh, Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, blue top. <laughs> <laughs> they really like Lisa. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Aging yellow super body. Nerdy. You just want to beat them up all the time. Yeah. Is there? Okay. So like, is there like a they're, big? The windows are high. They're not long. Okay. But they're set high for more like ventilation and things. And like it's probably that. like what two tall double door type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd say two stories. Are they open or are they shut? Uh, shut. Everything's shut. Okay. Uh, is there any sort of cracks or anything in the door that I might be able to peep in through? Um, yeah, because they're padlocked, but it, it's like an old rotted okay. kind of padlock, so so there's a kind of a, a gap. Right. Okay. So I want to I want to look in inside of that to see if I can uh, see whatever you know whomever is is making the uh, the all the chit chat. Okay. As you walk up, I grab your shoulder and I say, "It sounds like there's someone in there." case you didn't notice. Mm. And you get a D4 to your... <laughs> and you're the stealthy one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Trill. As, as <laughs> I just look at him. Trill. I concur. Well, I know how you works are. Uh, so as he... No uh, offense. As he approaches the front door, uh, well, what you assume is the front door because it's the only door on the front side of the building. <laughs> Bucky... You recognize the voice of somebody you know. Mm. Taborn Millersworth. Mm. The only known sorcerer on the island. I see everybody writing this information down, but Bucky's the only one that hears it, just so you guys are aware. It's great that you're taking notes, guys. but just remember that. <laughs> guys. Like, I don't care if you write that down, but... Taborn Millersworth is in there. <laughs> I, make, you, I make... You can say that. You can I say did. That. Yeah. I make asterisks next to notes that I don't know about. Good. I just have to do it. So when you mention it later, I'm like, that person doesn't exist. I've that, never heard of him before. That, that's a smart thing to do. I should do that when you're DMing. Thank you. Wow. Bentley as a player is so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Um, so you know this as Taborn Millersworth, the voice of her... Uh, the only known sorcerer on the island. 
and I report this in a really raspy rock gnome whisper. Yeah. Entering in. Well, wait. Yeah. I, I just Fair assumed. enough. We're entering in. Looking through. No, I'm, he's speaking. I'm yeah. up front, and I'm bigger than all y'all. Okay. So, so uh, I see this person. Like several feet. D- do a perception. How tall are you? Uh, over seven feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're taller than me. A gnome, you think? I'm only three, four. <laughs> uh, 22. Okay, good. You, so what do I see? As you peer in through the crack, trying okay. not to disturb things to make a sound, like you're trying to be sneaky about this, which is... You know, pretty surprising for an orc. They usually just kind of... It'll taper off as the episode goes. (laughs) Give me another beer. Um, uh, Through the crack, you can see uh, a myriad of, like, workbenches and things like that. uh, Shelving with weird sort of tools and things that you don't really recognize. But every once in a while, before your vision passing left to right, kind of hurriedly, hurriedly, you see a slight but sinewy built human female white blondish hair with dark purple robes. The robes are sensibly tied at the waist with a thin leather belt. <laughs> Giggity. I and love sensibly tied <laughs> robes. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, there's a lady that looks like this. I relay nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, with a thin leather belt and an emerald and silver buckle. She's not one for carrying many things on a person. So... You notice that all of her supplies and, and things that might belong to her have been laid out on an aged workbench. Um, that's what you see. Hey, guys. There's a blonde-haired, sallowy-looking lady with purple robes, and she's got some gear on a table. What kind of gear is it, can I tell? Just sorcery-type stuff, like potions and Yo, she got papers. that sorcery gear. She's in there doing something. Mm. Did you see anything at the door? Was Tabor a woman? Oh, he he just told you. I I mean I let it slip earlier, but yeah. he just told you for okay. sure. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a lady inside there. Mm. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lady. You, you can tell, huh? That sensibly tied. <laughs> Sorry, Nash. That's that's to born Millersworth at the Millers. Who's that? And well, she's the only sorceress on the island, and you use the word sallowy to describe her, and we're on Sallow Island, so. Accurate, but but All the right. word that the DM used was sinewy. Mm. I like your word more. I know what you said. Sinewy is sexier. Just so you guys know, sinewy is scarier. It I, means like bones. Well, who are you talking to? Uh, a voice. I exactly just right all the time. <laughs> that tells me who you're working for. Why do you guys think I make all this cool stuff? No, I don't know anything of what you made at this point. So I made a cool right. cooler for drinks. All right, so uh, so I, I just perceive that this this wizard with uh, robes that, assumingly, with the sinewy means like the way like she's what she's got an ample bosom hanging out of her. <laughs> f- no, <laughs> no, she's graceful. Oh. She's 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 thin but ton- like muscular. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like, like there's there's not a lot. Sorry, of that's mass. what I thought you were alluding yeah. to when you were like that. I was like, oh, so yeah, okay. a snake she's, is sinewy. Yeah, she's thin, but but. Uh, with very low body fat percentage, so you can see muscle, but it's not necessarily big. A mass. female version of Caleb. <laughs> so his wife. Okay. Took me down on my own birthday. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um. Okay. So I. No, it, my 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 wife is way buffer than sinewy. I know. Yeah. Way buffer. She'll than beat me. us all in an arm wrestling competition. Yeah. Fair enough. So um. So can I Three besides points. uh, her, uh, her her moving back and forth between the table and that sort of stuff like. 
do um, do I see like can I see anybody else in there? Can I tell what she's doing at all, or 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 does it just look like she's muttering to herself and like screwing? Like, is it it's, is it so impaired that's like she walks out of frame, walks back into frame? And I can't tell. Or she that that is her action, but you can roll a perception to see if you can figure out what's. Is anyone preparing traps for us? Twenty. Natural. Nope. Okay. You see that she seems to be involved in her work. She's not thinking about whether or not somebody's going to enter in. She's just doing her job. Do I perceive anybody else in there? Nobody else in there. Okay. Um, you don't see anything threatening necessarily. And okay. you recall that um, the things that she was muttering is that she's supposed to be doing something for someone else. Right. And it doesn't involve hurting someone else. All right. She's just looking for some gold. Yo, Bucky. So you know this gal, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the deal. I'm going to kick this door in, and I'm going to, and you're going to go forward. And we're going to get some answers. I, I could scope this out beforehand if you'd like. All right, what do you want to do? I can sneak in and see what she is uh, preparing. Inside. And then you're going to sneak back? And I can let you guys know about it. I mean, he give us the signal. That seems like an okay thing. Is there a is there like a back door? Because I'm assuming this is sort of like a long a rectangular type of. If you guys want to walk around, you can explore. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if can I see like through it? Can I see like to the other side? No, there's there's so many shelves and bookcases okay. that kind of stagger in front of each other. That how, by how the you, end of how it, are you going to get it? Yo, little man, how are you going to get in? By the way, how tall are you? I'm I'm, I'm a good sized. I'm a I'm an elf. So, oh, so you're like six feet yeah, or whatever. I'm, okay. Your help. I, Sorry, I'm used to you, the other one. <laughs> you guys are always just like looking down at me. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he the boss? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the money. Yo, String Bean, um, how are you going to get in? Uh, are there any windows or other doors? Uh, something I can sneak in through. Um, are you going around? I'll, I'll look around a little bit. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Uh, perception. 16. Okay. Um, you do see windows high up above. You see a door essentially mirroring the, the one that you saw on the front. On the other side, you think it's because people would bring stuff in and then immediately bring it out, you know, directly across. So ease of access, essentially. So I see but, that. But it's the same setup. And I'll, I'll relay that. Uh, um, I'll enter from the other door, and you can see me from there. And I'll give you the... I can't, because he said there's too many shelves and stuff in between, which is why I couldn't perceive it with my 20. That's yeah. different. And you'll have to roll if you want to enter. Okay. Um, if you guys want, I can enter that way, stealthily. I hired you guys to figure this yeah. out. <laughs> Yo, He's go sit brains. down on that rock over there, Bucky. We got this. All right. All wait, right. wait for somebody to say Funky Town. L- <laughs> look for my signal if you need to bust in. What's going to be your signal? Um, I'll give you, like, a, like a big peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Where are you going to be? Because I cannot see across. I found, I found a door on the opposite side that I'll sneak through. Great. Where are you going to give me a signal as I cannot see across to the other side? Yeah. Of there's, there's a, there's hired a lot you of obstructions between him and the other door. Third so time telling you. I'll there's come too up, much shit in between us. I'll come up over okay. and look uh, look to the top Are you going the in the rafters? Shelves. Look at, at the top of the bookshelves, and I should be up there. All right. This is going to go bad. This just seems wild, but I'm going to go sit over there. <laughs> So yeah, I'll go around to the backside. I see why the like when you prepare a half page of notes, that it ends up taking three hours to get through. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So you go to the and other it's side. It's not even really a half page. It's like 
yeah. seven sentences, and I'm like, they'll fill in the rest. Yeah, and really, we already or, know this person, so yeah. we could just walk in and say, "Hey, no, what's he up? knows, <laughs> he knows her." Hey, you guys want me to walk in there? He knows her, but we're already doing this, so uh, I'll stealthily open the back door. Fair enough. Right. Go ahead and roll a sleight of hand. It's going to be a thirteen. I could have rolled higher than that. <laughs> uh, do you have thieves tools? I do. Okay. D- is there a proficiency bonus or anything that you can uh, add? I could add a plus two to that. You can or you should? I should. Okay. So 15. In that case, uh, you you work on it for a minute, and you start to get a little impatient and wondering if the other guys are, are maybe going to just barge in without you. And then all of a sudden you hear a satisfying, and the the padlock just pops top. And you're able to open the door and work your way in. What do what you do? do? What do I see behind there? Um, you see essentially the the same thing that he saw when he peeked through the front. Uh, just from the other side, you see... So essentially, she's in between shelving and workbenches, like running running the, the middle lane. And you see her passing by. You see the same uh, woman with the same description that I mentioned to him. So I'll pull out my uh, hand crossbow and climb to the top of the bookshelves. Okay. Uh, go ahead Stealthfully. and... Stealthfully. Ro- yeah, ro- uh, roll a stealth. 24. Okay, you do that. Amazingly, eye. like I've got like, my eye to the crack. Yeah, at at first when you're starting to put your your foot up on a shelf to climb it, you feel like all of a sudden the weight's starting to come back on you and you hug that shelf so tight that it starts to ride itself back to the middle and you hug it tight as you climb up to the top and now you're at the top. Uh, at the top do I see uh, any letters or any uh, insignia uh, written on anything on the table? Uh, roll of perception. 17. Uh, you see some papers on workbench, uh, but they are written in some sort of sloppy handwriting. So it, it's not necessarily that you don't understand the language. It's just that you can't read. It's like reading a doctor's note So I'll from, look, from your vantage. I'll look to the, the crack in the door and give him the, the peace sign. <laughs> I really hope he didn't see anybody else in there. <coughs> I'm just sitting on a rock over here. Me too. Okay. <laughs> I, I jogged over to Nash. I was like, yo, I'm going to kick in this door. And then I'm gonna, you're going to go in first. Mm. Okay. So how tall are you? <laughs> He's Three, four. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch you. I'm, I'm going to have you stand in front of me, and I'm going to kick it in behind you so you can walk in like you just did it. Okay. All right. Should I just carry my cool whip thing? That's going to look super cool. No. Just walk in normal. Just like okay. So, uh, <laughs> so this person doesn't light you up. Got it. You're, or lights you up and not him. You know her friend, right? You're her friend? Yeah. Are you sure? Well, I'm her friend, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kick in the door. Uh, strength check. And I... Oh. <laughs> I have my crossbow trained on her. Uh, 19. Uh, you successfully kicked that thing open. Yeah. Can I march in? <laughs> Ahoy! Bucky? Is that you? What's going on, Tayborn? Or whatever your name is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, get in here, you. You need any help? Well... I draw my mall. Uh-oh. Uh, what's the deal with that guy? Uh, he's my muscle. Can you maybe tell him to chill out for a second? Oh, is this cool? I don't know you. 
Uh, you're Give me cool two winks if right it's now. Not cool. That guy's not cool. Okay. And I do two winks to you. Okay. I don't know. Oh, you. oh. Okay. Nash, it's cool. Wait, does the wink mean it's not cool? Or? <laughs> well, I thought that's what we agreed on, Dave I said, no. give me two weeks if it's not cool. Oh, 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 I misunderstood you. I thought you said, give me two winks to... Okay. It's cool. Okay. Hey, Nash, we're good. All right. So I put my mall down on the ground, and I lean on it like it's a golf club. And she kind of relaxes a little bit and says, Whew, tight crew you run with. Well, you know. Yeah, I You do. see that one up there? Whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I pointed the opposite direction. <laughs> oh, okay. never mind. Oh, you, Don't know where he went. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, seeing <laughs> things again, Bucky? an idiot. <laughs> seeing things again, Bucky? Or well, actually, you know. I think she's going to roll on insight. Okay, uh, go ahead and do... Um, Deception, I guess. <laughs> nice, nice getting in in the box there. Can I reroll? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nine. Okay, you still beat her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she looks up to the empty space behind you and is wondering, like, right, like <laughs> you're always so easy to fool. Oh, you, you got me again, Bucky. You got me again. You always were a joker. <laughs> Gnomes love pranks. Uh, she says, you know. Someone's paid me a lot of money to get you somewhere. What? Yeah. They've also provided me with a very, very rare and expensive scroll to facilitate the travel. What? In fact, I've only heard of this scroll. I've n- I never thought I'd see one, let alone believe it existed. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. How are you and your, your uh, orc, half-orc friend? Uh-huh. How are you guys doing? We're fine. He picks his maul back up and puts it in one hand at the He's ready. He's fine. He just likes he just likes flexing. Okay. That's why I pay him. Well, I'm not so sure I enjoy this, but... Well, uh, look at me, Tayborn. Hey, I trust you, and uh, whoever this is paid me a lot of money to get this done. So, any of you have ideas on who the employer might be? I got this letter. LeMayan? Sound familiar? Not at all. Actually, actually, that was the name on the letter that hired me as well. He's uh, Nash is going to grab Bucky by the back of his robes and pick him up and turn him around and face him. And I, I'm that happens as though like I'm not picked up and I'm just like still holding the letter and then I'm like <laughs> facing <laughs> like you're just locked. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. how do you know you can trust this person? Because she's supposed to take you somewhere? Well, I thought she was supposed to take us all there. Why Why? Why do we need to... This is our travel, this is our transport, the wizard? The transportation to right. the town in question will be available at the old mill house on Rock Birch Beach. I drop him. Are, are you whispering? Yeah, I'm, I'm whispering to him because he's right face to okay. face with me. Okay. And then I go... She doesn't hear it, so... I was like, all right. Here, take a look at the letter, Nash. I already read it, and I drop him. So as I see the conversation is going okay, uh, I want to stealthily climb back down and then uh, go to the the table with all the notes on it and look at those and see if there's any names that I recognize or any sigils that I recognize. Go ahead and roll a stealth. That's a 24. Son of a... 
Okay, what, what was your question again? <laughs> I want to look at the table and see if there's any names or sigils or anything else like okay. that that I recognize um, written on the letters there. There, uh, you... Okay, then roll a perception now. So many plus fives. Fourteen. I don't like hearing that, first of all. <laughs> uh, you do see some symbols and sigils that maybe you recognize from maybe previous training or something like that but they're deep knowledge like they're not they're not necessarily things that that spark uh oh i know i know what that is it's like it seems familiar almost like you you're having deja vu all right can i sleight of hand and grab those so no one else sees me grab those uh you can roll it can i make a perception to see if i see him doing the stuff at this point you're paying attention to the the little gnome guy no, I already dropped it. Uh, let me get your roll first. That's going to be a 23. Okay, what's your passive perception? <laughs> no, no, I'm just wondering, do I see him right, walk in? Right, and I'm asking the passive perception. That will tell us. Well, it's not a 23. Yeah. I, I don't think it is, but I just it's figured I'd ask for a benefit. Okay, so no, you don't. So I've not once noticed him walk in. No. I am super stealthy. Yeah. That's why you guys he's, hired he's me. He's stealthy. Yeah, that's exactly true. I like to think and, of it as like... And you're you're focused on the threat at hand, which you perceive is the girl. Yeah. And so I grab those letters that look familiar to me, names yeah. and sigils, and okay. I just, just kind of... Uh, for the record, they're not letters. They're um, what you presume is part of the process of what she's doing. Mm. So just a heads up. Mm. I still take them. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I like to think like I hired you guys because you guys are so good at what you do. You guys can have some autonomy. You know, I trust your guys' judgment. You as the muscle, you as the burglar. Oh, yeah, I'll totally like bring you this information. Well, back. I'm not saying I need it. I'm saying that I trust you guys to not yeah. bring mud to my muckbuckle name. <laughs> Muddy muckbuckle. <laughs> so how many uh, of those letters and sigils do I steal? 23. Uh, I'll say you, you get one because there aren't many. It's not like there's uh, stacks on stacks. What does it look like? A letter <laughs> with instructions and ingredients and things like that. It, it looks like a recipe to you. I notice because sorcerers are just like kind of messy people in general. Some of her stuff is just kind of in an order that bugs me. So while I'm talking to her, I just sort of start arranging it in a better order. And she immediately snaps to you and says, uh, Bucky, you know how I work. Can you... Please not do that. I've got a, I've got a system. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I, and I stop. Okay, good. As you're saying, of course, you hear the door that you entered that you kicked open kind of swing a little bit and closing uh, closes quickly. All right. And uh, assuming you guys look. Yep, I turn around. <laughs> yeah, just inside the doorway stands a cloaked and masked figure. Very quietly, the figure walks up to Bucky and reaches for a small bag from inside the cloak. Sorry, one more time. He, he does what? Reaches for a small bag inside of his cloak. Oh, in the, the bad guy's cloak? Yeah. Or in Bucky's his cloak. His cloak. In his own cloak. Oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha. And, Sorry. And I shouldn't use the pronoun he. It's a it's an it. Oh. You, well, don't, you, you, you said he. I, I, I did say he. I hate gender neutral pronouns. I continue <laughs> to hide behind the table. For the record, it's not written and it just kind of slipped out. So quit slipping. That's it's the patriarchy. I'm sorry. My uh, my mall that has been at the ready comes up and I stick it out. Thank you, Nash. And in the face of this, it. Okay. Uh, and I say, me. okay. Oh, go ahead. No, you got it. <laughs> I'll let Nash talk. That's what you hired him for. 
And I just stare at the creature while I'm okay. waiting for Nash to talk. <laughs> uh, his head turns to Nash and then back to Bucky and then proceeds to extend a bag to you. And you can hear the jingle of coin in the bag. Drop it on the floor. Sorry, I don't like people handing me things. Drop it on the floor. He looks back at Nash. Drop it on the floor. Roll an intimidation. 17. Okay. While still staring at Nash, he just opens his hand and lets it drop to the floor. And then takes two steps back. I still have my hammer out. How much coin does it sound like? Oh, is it coin? The... I said the jingle of coin in the bag. Yeah. It it sounds pretty full. So like it's it's almost like a crunch more than like a a bunch of coins jumping around. So I carry with me my whip, which is instead of like a sword, it, it's basically just like a foot and a half, two foot long piece, of, a cylindrical piece of metal. I kind of like poke open the bag with it. You see a bag full of coin. Oh, this must be the advance that uh, Lemaire was talking about. <laughs> do you do anything with it, or do you just oh I don't ru- ruminate on that fact? I don't, I don't really like taking things from other people. Okay, that's why I had him drop it, you dumb yeah. bozo. That's why I didn't touch it. Okay, well, okay. What's so this that, person? That's, that's what's where this, we sit. What is this thing doing? Uh, just standing back now because you're very threatening and um, uh, excuse me, nothing's it? happening. <laughs> you want to? <laughs> you want to explain this a little more? Or are you just going to be super cryptic about all this? Holding its hands up, letting you know that it's not a threat, it walks closer to Bucky. I keep my maul, I follow it. My wide eyes go to Nash. (laughs) Okay. And slowly this cloaked and covered figure leans over to your right ear. I ready my hammer back. And says, my lady thanks you for your service. Here's the advance payment. The rest will be paid upon completion. My lady would leave this up to the authorities, but she has very little faith in the local law enforcement. And and the victim is of great importance. The lady's son, Thalon. Having heard of your team's uh, record, my lady believes your team to be the most competent and gives a slight look over to, to Baron. Surprising. Oh, yeah. sees me. Yep. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> Am I exposed to everybody else? No, no. Okay. Just, oh. just to. I mean, She's unless, just kind of looking into unless your team knows. Okay. Uh, Thalon or uh, Thairborn or whatever her name was does still doesn't isn't okay. privy to you, but but this person apparently is. Oh, Taborn. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Taborn. Taborn. Whatever. Uh, the person you created. Yeah. That, yeah. That I uh, birthed and named. The town he was in is a small fishing village to the west of Bravik. It's quite unremarkable, so much so that the town's name is in dispute. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Some refer to it by its incorporated name, as registered with the government in Bravik, the name of Lockport. But more recent reports suggest the inhabitants have been referring to it as Paulville. <laughs> a rather silly That's name, if you ask fun. me. Almost like someone made it up without giving it much thought. I'll send a message. I think that's bullshit, by the way. (laughs) Do you say that, like, screaming in her face? (laughs) Or in this person's face? No, I mutter it under my breath. (laughs) Okay. Uh, As this person wipes the spit from their face. 
A rather silly name if you ask me, almost like somebody made it up without giving it much thought. I'll send message to one of you periodically to check in on your progress. Upon completion, we will bring you back here and remit full payment. That's all I can share. Good day. Um, and then the cloaked person turns to walk away. I don't count coins! Okay. They continue to walk without <laughs> saying anything. I'm going to throw my spear at this person. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I fish the, bag, the coin purse with my rod and I hold it out to you. Like it's a worm, and you're doing it at a schoolhouse girl. I don't like, touch this stuff. Sorry. <laughs> it's icky. You realize he gets the gold, then? The That's bag of fine. Gold. Nash I grab it. Onto it. He was complaining about payment earlier. All right. So you have 200 gold, Nash. All right. You can write that in, in, a, simple, sh- in a simple uh, cloth bag. You can share that with Baron later. I just don't. I don't nope. count the the cloth like. bag. I should mention has the same uh, insignia that's on the top of uh, Bucky's letter. Yeah, you can jot that down, or you can just refer to that letter whenever you feel. It like. looks like a scorpion. As exiting through the door, nearly with the door fully closed, you can hear the figure say, "Your elven friend should be very careful on this one," and then lets the door slap shut. And I step out what? from behind the table. Elven friend. It's me. Oh, I thought you said Eladrin. Yeah, Yamhorn. Well, hey, guys. <laughs> now let's go save Bravik. It's me, <laughs> y- Owen. One Paulville at a time. So yeah. do you tell us all that crap that that person just whispered to you? Yep, I absolutely do. All right, cool. So you now do? I can... Now so, so they all know everything. Okay, Okay, great. I didn't understand a, a word that you said. So the person that we're looking for is in Paulville, or the person that hired us is from Paulville? The person that's hired you, mm-hmm. their son, is the one that went missing okay, in so, Paulville. Near so, and yeah. they're yeah, not the, satisfied with what okay. law enforcement figured out. And they okay. want to send you guys in to kind of figure out if that's what really happened or if there's something missing more tricky. Missing son in Paulville. Got yeah. it. Okay, that's, that's the only thing I didn't hmm. understand. I'm afraid I'm too busy to take this case. They turn around, and they point, and they fireball you and oh. everyone around you. Oh. I'm just kidding. Oh. I, uh... Assuming you're jump not out really of the too way. busy. I'm not oh. too busy. Assuming that Nash isn't too busy. I don't go where Nash doesn't go. Yo, I've already got the gold. Yeah. So, let's do this. Let's go find Bozo. Where'd Baron go? So, oh. so he did step out. Um, because he heard this person refer to an elf. Okay. Uh, and so now... So I want to talk to the wizard. T- Taborn is now aware of... I want to talk to the wizard. his presence. I turn around. Wait, wait, wait. And uh, Taborn says to Bucky, is this person with you or should I be concerned? They what just person? hopped out of the shadows. Oh. Yeah, don't worry about that. Are Yo. they with you? Yeah, I said, don't worry about That's it. That's our stealth guy, which okay. is why you didn't see him. Okay. Now, how, are you, how he, are you getting us to where we need to go? Well, like I said before, somebody is paying me a lot of money and supplied me with a very rare spell scroll. Oh. And the spell scroll will get you to the town that uh, this mission, whatever it is. Guys, we're going to Paulville. And Fate to Black. <laughs> uh, who, I wish that's where it is. Do I know who runs Paulville? 
no. Not unless you listen to season one. Yeah. And that might even be a, be in dispute. We don't know. Um, I think it was just Paul, the guy at the tavern. Yeah, yeah. The first one that they talked to decided what the town name was. <laughs> yeah, I named it Paulville because you're like, what's this town called? And it was supposed to be just some dumb little fishing shanty-like sh- village. And the first person you talked to was Paul. I was like, uh, it's Paulville. Welcome to Paulville. All I right. think I made a joke. It's like, well, you could just call this Paulville. Well, during the conversation between you and this mysterious figure, uh, during that conversation, Taborn was keeping busy as her instructions required a timely production of services. As if waiting for the figure to leave, she says in a relatively optimistic tone, Already, all you need to do is drink these potions in succession. First the green one, then the blue one, then the red one. After that, just wait for the right of your life. I've been instructed to not be around when you go. That makes me a little nervous, so I'm leaving a couple of minor healing potions on the table for you in case anything goes wrong. Good luck! Do you have extra? Uh, I'm afraid not. How much can these things transport? Uh, What do you mean? Uh, Anything on your person. (laughs) And from the bushes, jogs towards me, my Mastiff. Yes! (laughs) Like a war mastiff or whatever it is. Yep. Okay. What's its name? You know what its name is. <laughs> That's right. I do. What? What is it? I ain't telling you guys nothing. Don't be so crude, DM. <laughs> it's a dog for crying out. You loud. can't talk to me. <laughs> so I'll scoop up the the healing potions. Okay. How many are there? Uh, two. So go ahead and put those in. A couple of my healing potions on the table in case you do. Okay. Okay. She then scurries off. In her typical energetic fashion. Is there anything else on the table that looks of use? Out the same door as as you and the figured person passed. Go ahead and roll a perception. Well, that's the first time I've rolled badly, so seven. Correct Um, fail! 24. I gouge my eye out looking on something. (laughs) Baron, you realize that there's actually one more minor healing. I'll grab it. Okay. Do you do Yo, Baron, what are those potions? Uh, I don't... See you don't any care? reason to okay. let him know? Do you guys care that he's grabbing all three of them? I yeah, trust I just my asked team. him. I just said, what are those potions you're grabbing? Oh, they're just healing potions. I'll distribute them if, if need be. No worries. Smile. Wait, do you need a healing potion all of a sudden, Ash? I can get you a healing potion. If you feel suspicious, roll I'm gonna insight. I'm gonna against his, his uh I'm wis- just gonna wisdom? hold out five gold from the bag. So give me one now. Sure, yeah. I, I give you a healing potion. Take right. five gold. This is what I get for hiring people that don't trust each other. I like how you're, like, they're the most active, too. <laughs> Even though you're the boss, you're just kind of like, well, okay. That's <laughs> why I hired them. They get we things do all done. the work. Yeah. All right. So, um, we drink. Do you guys remember the order? Yeah. Green, blue, red. What? That's what I heard, too. Wait, I heard green, red, blue. I heard green, blue, red. You're right. I agree. Oh, crap. No, green, blue, green, blue red. I'm rolling yeah. a history. <laughs> we better all roll we a history. We all better roll history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I can just tell what these are because I can tell what magical items are. Keep, keep in mind, this is a scroll oh. that she wasn't even sure existed. 16. I, too, roll the 16. I don't even think I have history. Yeah, I, I'm not trained in it. Wisdom? It's wisdom based, I think, or intelligence. Unless based. you're trained in it, then. 
gets pluses. Oh, okay, yeah. Th- this doesn't have like all the side mm-hmm. extra ones. It's, it's intelligence plus based. zero then. Okay, fifteen. Okay. Uh, you two remember? <laughs> you do not. You can tell them if a you want. 15? With a fifteen. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm taking my DCs up on Yamhorn, taking them out of. <laughs> <laughs> What's the order? Uh, in that case, uh, Nash wins the game. He figured out everything. Uh, Birthday over, yeah. <laughs> and then Yamhorn gets easy yeah. rolls. <laughs> Yamhorn is a god. Um, so yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> but, but honestly, all three of you, all three of you know this. Uh, it goes green, blue, red, and right. and I don't have any sort of. Okay. Mechanic to cool. like punish you if you get the wrong yeah. one. Well, I've, I'm. But I'll make one if you guys <laughs> want to F it up. I need to be hey. more patient with you guys because I talk way faster than you do. You just have more information. And so my stupid ADD dyslexic brain like tunes out halfway through and then like <laughs> zips back in. I'm like, yeah, hey, that's happened? Caleb being Caleb. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's why we hired Truly here. He remembered Glean, Blue, Red. Sorry, what was that first? Glean blue red. <laughs> Glean brew red. I as he's waxing philosophical, I drink them in the proper order. I while holding on, like I with one hand to your mastiff. Yeah, I've got him on his collar. He's like over your shoulder, I imagine. Ah, uh, he's way too big for that. Too big for that. Oh yeah, he's a pretty big boy. I'll tell you. Side what. note: uh, Yuri or uh, Yuri's mastiff. Ren might have a mount. Oh. <laughs> like on Labyrinth. Uh, there was oh. that little guy that, that yeah. waddled around on a dog. Oh, yeah. The, the dog that rode a dog? I don't think it was. A, it, it had a kind of a... He had like dog features for yeah. sure. That's yeah. true. He had a cool mustache. Like a chihuahua. Like yeah, like Sir whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I hold on to his big old collar. I drink it. Green, blue, red. Yep. Green, blue, red. Green, blue, bled. He dies instantly. <laughs> he just has a speech impediment. Yeah. Leave him alone. Yeah. Okay, everybody, roll a con check. Uh oh. Nineteen. Non natural twenty. Sixteen. Jeez, you guys. Okay. So just for the record, so everybody knows, uh, this is a little uh, part the kimono. As I believe Rhett would say. Behind the DM screen. Yeah. Um, you leave my DM screen alone. <laughs> yeah, you leave it out of this. Uh, adding the Mastiff, I just bumped up the, the check one point. Okay. S- but you guys all nailed it. Anyway, as what I'm about to describe happens, Okay. just know that while it's happening, you also see the image of a decayed hand seemingly torn from its owner, but still moving. As the palm opens, an eye can be seen. You get the feeling it could see you too. Okay? That's grouse. So, that's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. <laughs> um, as, as what I'm about to say takes place. Uh, you start to feel a bit clammy. Your palms chill noticeably. Sweat dripping from your hairline. You're getting kind of nervous. Looking down, you see your stomach... But it almost has the appearance of a liquid. In fact, it's as if the front of your torso is like the surface of a flesh-colored pond. Like a stone dropping into the middle, it pulsates outward and then continues to ripple your skin across the whole front of your body. Mm. Mm. Wait, was that a horny or disgusted? He does it all the time. It's in every (laughs) single episode. familiar with the feeling. (laughs) Okay. He does it at least three times an episode. Okay. Uh, Distressed, you feel as you... If you're falling backward, 
almost as if you've been punched and are starting to lose consciousness. You wait a second, and you are falling backward. The ground is getting closer and closer rapidly. You hit the ground. You think, and as soon as you hit the ground, you don't actually feel the sensation of pain or a hard surface. It's as if you pass through with no resistance. You've gone through the ground, and as you ponder the sensation, the urge to vomit is appearing. Just as it reaches the point where you have to either swallow it or let it out, you focus your eyes on what looks like rain clouds directly in front of you, which means you're on your back. But you quickly realize you and your fellow trippers are falling, only you don't know from what height. As soon as the panicked realization hits, so do you on the ground, but not without breaking a few tree limbs on your descent. Everybody take one hit point of bludgeoning falling damage. You're, you're in like a drug days state, it, and there was no opportunity given to you to save. So you take one hit point. Don't worry, because you'll have plenty of opportunity to get that one measly hit point back. We'll see. <laughs> okay, Yamhorn. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. It's bad sitting over here from up there, isn't it? Uh, and as soon as you feel that impact, everyone's vision fades to black. A brief moment later, all three of you open your eyes. The rain has started and is partially blocked by towering trees that stand straight up in your field of vision. Unable to move. <laughs> it's the worst, isn't it? Now you know why I get so mad. My own laptop, I just want to flip it over right now. You wonder why I get so fucking pissed. <laughs> okay, you're unable to move. What do you guys do? I lay there, apparently getting rained on. I try Mash! to move. Mash! Oh, God! Oh, wait. I cycle my eyes back and forth to see if it's like a, a weird thing. What's the thing with the dreaming? Sleep paralysis. Oh, REM? Sleep paralysis. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. An alien got you. It's at the foot of your bed. Oh, I knew in it. In your old house. Oh. In West Salem? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no! That's where all the aliens are. Uh, I'll investigate this feeling uh, of being like held, and I will. I wanted to do like a perception, and I got a natural twenty. Okay. And what do you roll? Twelve. Okay. Do you do anything, or are you just my dice work way you, better are, as a player? Are you just riding the riding the trip? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. For so, so Bentley, for some, or I'm sorry, Nash, for some reason, understands that this is part of the experience of the transportation spell being a higher level and a rarer spell he knows that there are some weird feelings that come along with it oh. and this is one of them and uh, everything's working as it should be Okay, uh, Bucky however you feel like you don't feel panicked but you you feel like this is not cool and I want to get out of this pretty quick. And you're you're just like bricks. Uh, Sidebar? Like Baron. Bucky loves drugs. So he's, oh. he's going to ride this out. So you're like one of those chasing the d- green dragon kind of guys? Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Might have to write that in somewhere. <laughs> Might have to up the dosage okay. next time. <laughs> yeah, Baron isn't into being out of control of his uh, That's good. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay, a minute passes, which feels like an eternity for you guys to not have control of your own masses. Uh, but slowly you make your way up, 
and you look all around and take in your location. Surveying, you only see the rain accented dusk, sky filled with a thick forest. A forest filled with the tip-tap of raindrops on branches of firs. An outdoorsy, mossy smell greets your nose. And suddenly, there's a snap of a branch immediately to your north. Which is weird because we're all sitting around a table, so everybody's north is different. Yeah, uh, your north or my north? I assume it's forward. Yeah, um, I, I trained my uh, hand crossbow in that direction. Yeah, basically, if you have ears, you can figure out where okay. north is because you all heard it. I just meant as a player, not as yeah. a character. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. Then and and we're we, we can move now or we can. Yeah, you made your way to your feet. Okay, and you hear the snap of a branch. I pull out my halberd and hold it out in front of me and I say towards towards the sound towards the sound yeah. uh, and I just say who goes there hey yo who goes there as you say that a shadowy indefinable blob approaches through the rain whatever it is it's about to break through the brush oh what <laughs> yeah uh, it's about to break through the brush. It starts to get clearer and clearer. And that's where we're going to leave it until tonight. Tonight for until, us. Until next episode. Yeah, next episode for you guys, you suckers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> until then, I've been your temporary DM, Caleb. And to my immediate right. Bentley is Nash Robut. And Rhett is Carmelo T. Bucky Muckbuckle. <laughs> Milo is trillment. All right, folks, grab your sword and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.